Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 357 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Cruella. Cruella de Vil. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Yo, what is going on? Welcome to the show, everybody. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, including some cool new trailers that just dropped. And then we've got our review of the newest movie on Disney Plus Premium Access, as well as in theaters, Cruella. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing? Mark Ellis Reagans, how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm trying to figure out what Twitch is. <laughs> um, I know, why? I know it's a it's like a streaming service because I'm trying to because I have it and I'm trying to like utilize it and watch, you know, my friends when they do their shows. So I've been watching Cole 45 uh, when I beat him down does his his streaming, which is fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen Beat Him Down play uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, it's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing in the world. I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Uh, so yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to be on Twitch more just so I can see what's going on. Support him. Support Eight Bit Ray. Uh, TV's Travis. You know, I'm I'm just trying to. I'm but I feel like an old man trying to <laughs> trying to move these like knobs around and figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. You know, uh, well, speaking of moving knobs around, I mostly just follow e-thoughts on there. So, um. <laughs> so I, I was just about to say that, dude. So I was like on Twitch and like on like the main screen, there was like this this hot redhead in a bathtub in like a inflatable bathtub. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, of course, I clicked on it because she was smoking. And then like 10 minutes later in the uh, the nerd pot, not, Jesus Christ, the uh, Geek World All-Stars uh, chat. You posted a picture of that same pic, uh, that same girl. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah. so obviously, I'm obviously I'm in the right place. <laughs> you certainly are excellent. Well, we'll let we'll we're excited for when you're going to start the So Wizards Twitch channel. <laughs> Everyone can watch you play Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my PS2, man. You guys want to watch you play a uh, Speed Racer, which is the only <laughs> game I have that kind of works. And uh, yeah, that's what it's, that's what it's going to be. Can you hook up an Atari 2600 to Twitch? <laughs> There's an app for everything. Anything's possible. That's right. That's right. I, will, I look forward to you sitting in an inflatable pool in a bathing suit <laughs> playing in television. And why is my controller so wet? Why, why am I not getting this right? Your roommate's going to walk in the door, turn immediately around and leave. <laughs> Excellent. Aubrey, how the hell are you? I'm in a great mood right now. Yeah, I hear you have uh, some exciting news. I do. So I got approved for press at E3. 
which I never saw in a million years. I just applied because I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll just apply to everything I can. And I actually bought business cards (laughs) right before COVID happened, thinking that I was going to try to go to E3 then, and you needed business cards at the time. So I had purchased business cards, and then COVID happened, E3 was shut down. So this year I saw it was all digital, so I applied, and I was approved today. So I'm super excited. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I was. we were just talking about this before we started recording, but I used to run to the store uh, as a kid. Not, well, as a kid, it was Consumer Electronics Show, but it became E3. But yeah, I used to always run to the store and buy magazines to read about the coverage of E3. And now to think we even have a little tiny part of that is, is it's amazing. I'm always like blown away by what people are willing to invite us to. (laughs) Not that I want them to stop. It's just like I'm just surprised that we are big enough to be like on the same level (laughs) as as those people. Get on my level. (laughs) Got about the biggest level you've ever seen over here, guys. Don't worry about it. Well, that's awesome, awesome news, and I know you're going to be buttonheads and brainstorming with Adam to get some cool coverage and content out from everybody from that. So congratulations, Aubrey. Fantastic job. Thank you. I'm super excited. I'm super excited, too, and I have, like, nothing to do with it. So, <laughs> Mark, I can tell you're excited over there. Oh, my God. What's E3? This sounds great. <laughs> I, I just thought you'd be busy inflating the pool for your living room. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Um I had posted it and I sent it to my mom, my brother and, and Josh. And my mom was like, Oh, what's E3? And I was like, Oh, it's the biggest video gaming convention. And, uh, my brother and Josh were like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Meanwhile, I have like rabbit ears hooked up to my laptop, trying to get Twitch TV in there. (laughs) (laughs) A rubber band and you're holding your leg out trying to get. (laughs) Is this how it works? I don't get it. (laughs) <laughs> right, and Joey, how are you doing this week? Oh man, it's crazy. It's hot. Like it's really hot out, <laughs> and it sucks. I don't have air conditioning in my car, so it's it's just it's awful outside right now. And it, and it sure is hot too. <laughs> <laughs> it it's just awful. So yeah, today on Mondays, as we record this, it's a Monday. On Mondays, I have to do orientation at a different warehouse. So we went and did the orientation and I'm like, come out to my car. It's already like a million degrees in the car. I have leather seats and then there's no air conditioning. So I drive back to my other place of employment, which is like 45 minutes away. And it's like I'm drenched in sweat by the time I get back there. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Um, but yeah, that that's what's going on outside today. Uh, let's see. Inside. Um, I went to the gym this morning before work. So now because of my new work schedule, I need to uh, adjust my gym schedule. So today was the first day I got up and went to the gym before work. And I am not a morning person. So getting up at 530 in the morning to do anything other than pee and go back to bed is very foreign to me. Um, And and I'm I'm hurting right now. As we record this, I am hurting right now. I can't wait to go to bed. And get up and go to the gym again at 5.30 in the morning. So, um, And my daughter graduated high school uh, this past weekend. So, Hey, congratulations, man. One down. <laughs> one down, one to go. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, really good. She graduated with honors, high honors, uh, National Honor Society, all sorts of crap. So that was good good for her. And, and we had a good time at the graduation, I guess. It was outside. It was really hot. 
Um, some lady gave a speech that was like 35 minutes long. Um, it was brutal actually, <laughs> now that I say that, but, um, yeah, yeah. And then, then we, uh, got like the biggest possible pizza you can get from the pizza place nearby. Nice. So it's not a party size. It's bigger than a party size. It's called a <laughs> gladiator size. And me, my son, my wife, my daughter, and my daughter's boyfriend, we ate 99% of it last wow. that night. Fucking gladiators. I was just like, are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> so I had a cheat I had a cheat day on Saturday because I was like, fuck it. It's Janine's graduation. We're going to fucking rage. So Yeah, um, she yeah. only graduates once. Right, right, right. And then uh, – then yesterday, I watched uh, Aliens with my son. It was his first time ever seeing it. We had seen Alien uh, a few months ago, and his main complaint about it was that it was good, but there weren't enough aliens. <laughs> and I said, my friend, do I have the movie for you? <laughs> <laughs> so we watched it together, and he loved it, of course, because it's one of the greatest movies ever made. And uh, yeah, that was fun. I'm going to try to make him watch Starship Troopers in a couple weeks. So. Well, well, what about Alien 3? No, no, that's it. I, he asked me about the other sequels. I go, just imagine something happening and it'll be cooler than anything that happens in the next six Aliens movies. They're like, nothing happens after the second one. There, there, there are no more movies. It yeah, after we watch right this here. one, instead of wanting more Aliens, he's really hoping for Michael Fassbender teaching himself how to play the flute. <laughs> and I was like, have I got the movie for you? <laughs> but that's it. That's my life. That's what's going on with me. But enough about us. Man, the people that hate when you talk about yourself and not about the topic are going to really hate this week. But <laughs> let's talk about us, Mark Ellis. Why don't you tell listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you will find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a T Public store where you can shop to get some T-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions and interviews uh, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey that's not fair arian I hate you. Well, the one thing that you don't hate is news. So, Marcellus, let's drop the drop and let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So this week in nerdy news, we had a few announcements so I don't know if you guys are a fan of the old Munsters TV show, but we are getting a new movie 
a movie based on the Munsters, and this one is going to be written and directed by Rob Zombie. He of the Halloween reboot and uh, the Devil's Rejects and I'm sure some other crazy things. I am not that big of a fan of what I have seen from Rob Zombie. I know visually he has a really cool style. Um, I did have a copy of his Crow script at some point. He wrote a movie. He wrote uh, a sequel to The Crow and it was very weird. (laughs) And I'm kind of glad it didn't get made. Um, but yeah, you know, the monsters is something that I kind of grew up with, um, you know, reruns of course, and I, and I enjoyed it. So I don't know. I think this might be a cool mix. I have a feeling if he doesn't get this right, then he'll probably never make another movie again. Something that kind of feels like it's in his wheelhouse, but, um, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, what do you guys think of Rob Zombie taking over the monsters? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. Um, wait, 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 Aubrey, do you even know what the monsters is? <laughs> I do know what the monsters is. I did. I haven't. I watched more of the Adams Family. If I if I had to choose between one of the two when I was younger, it was the Adams Family. So I don't quite remember too much of the monsters, but my mom uh, has referenced them quite a bit. So I don't I don't know I I don't really have too much of an opinion of it. I guess because I don't have as much exposure to it. So yeah. What about Rob Zombie? Do you have any exposure to his work? I don't really understand how he's going to make a Monsters movie because his stuff is normally like really old horror looking stuff um, that has like the, is it corn syrup, red corn syrup (laughs) as blood looking. Um, So I I don't really know how that's going to work out. All right. All right. Hey, Joey, what about you? Um, I'm going to be real controversial here. I fucking hate Rob Zombie as a movie director. Wow. Not even I, one. There isn't even one movie of his that you like. No, um, I was really excited for him to start making movies, and I just think he and I—not that like I am on the same level as him, or he would give two flying shits what I think about anything—but I think we have very different ideas of what we like in horror. And I think if you are on the same wavelength of him, mm-hmm. then you love his output. But for me, it's not my thing, and I don't like it at all. I was so disappointed by House of a Thousand Corpses. I, I just, oh my God, I hated that movie so much. I hated it. And I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. His two Halloween movies were terrible also. So I don't know. I just remember seeing him on MTV Cribs. Like I'm fucking aging myself right now. But he was on MTV Cribs, which was a show where they showed you like um, people's houses. Yep. And he had all these crazy horror things in his house. And he had this gigantic gigantic collection of movies and VHS tapes and stuff. And I was like, man, that's that guy knows his shit. And then when he was announced to start making movies, I was like, man, this dude is going to make some kick ass movies because he has great taste in movies and he loves horror. He's a real fan. And I mean, I guess, but like, man, I don't like any of the movies he's made. Um, And I don't think he's certainly made anything that shows me he can make a wacky comedy like you would want from the Munsters. The last thing I want, or I would imagine anyone would want, would be like the monsters with like an edge. Like this is supposed to be a goofy, fun, like family type show. So I, I don't know. I used to watch the monsters all the time when I was a kid because, again, to age myself, uh, one of the channels we got when I was a kid and you first got cable, there were a bunch of quote unquote super stations out of New York City. And I think it was Channel 9 used to play reruns of the monsters all the time. <laughs> Hopefully we get somebody hot to play. Uh, uh, what's their uh, uh, it's blonde like, cousin? It's like Marilyn, right? Marilyn, Marilyn right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a hot Marilyn. <laughs> and I, maybe I'll be okay with it. 
There you go. Anna DeArmas as Marilyn Wilson. Oh, God. I'm in. Forget everything <laughs> I just said. All right. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, he's been wanting to make this movie for 20 years. Uh, but like you just said, Joey, just because he has a, a passion for something doesn't mean he's going to be necessarily good at it. But, uh, you know, we like when uh, people kind of step out of their uh, their quote unquote box, their genre box. So, you know, maybe this would be good. We'll see. It was just announced recently, so he will be starting to work on it soon. Uh, they did announce some places where they're going to start filming, but we don't have a date as of yet. All right. So then in some other casting news, someone who's we've talked about a few times on the show, Jonathan Majors, who you might remember from Lovecraft Country or from uh, The Five Bloods. He's also going to be playing King the Conqueror in Ant-Man 3. Uh, he is in talks. Nothing official yet, but he's in talks to join my boy Michael B. Jordan on Creed 3. Of course, who knew that there was going to be a part three? But if you get an amazing actor like Jonathan Majors in there, automatically you have my attention. So I am ready for that. So, uh, Joey, being a big boxing fan, I know you're a fan of the other Creed movies. How do you feel about Jonathan Majors coming on as a a possible, I don't want to say villain, but an opponent for... Apollo Creed Jr. Sounds good to me. I, I mean, he's a fantastic actor. All the rest of the Creed movies, all two of them, have been great. I, I just don't know who he's going to play. I, I'd love him to play a brand new person that Creed has to fight. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see any more um, children or relatives of old Rocky movie villains. As as funny as that is, and to think of different ones, like he could be like fake Don King from Rocky Five's son or something. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, maybe he could be like a mutant version of like Rocky's like bad hat come to life. <laughs> like Rocky's fedora like comes to life and, and challenges Creed to a match. Um, uh, or you, this could be based on the abandoned sequel to Mike Tyson's punch out for Ness where aliens come down and force Mike Tyson to fight oh, uh, aliens. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was actually released as Power Punch 2 with all references to Mike Tyson removed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, they could go wild and and, and nutty, but I'd really like just to see another good movie. Um, And hey, it can't be worse than uh, Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. So yeah, I didn't even know that was a real thing. (laughs) For some reason, I thought there'd be more hype around that. But uh, I guess that's a fight that actually happened. Um, Aubrey. What about you? How do you? F- I know how much you, how much of a, a big fan of boxing movies you are. How do you feel about Jonathan Majors joining Creed Three? I don't care. <laughs> what if he plays the robot from Rocky Four? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'd like to care, but I just don't. The robot takes human form to challenge Apollo yeah, Creed's son. Exactly, exactly. I just want him to play um uh, play Rocky's son. Just. <laughs> Just get Milo out of there and just have him come in as Rocky's son. And no one bats an eye. Right. And no one even cares. <laughs> just give him like. It'll be like on uh, soap operas. It'll just be like the part of Rocky's son will now be played. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It'll be Bobo and Creed all over again. Come on, man. Who who doesn't want that? I'm ready for that. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. Creed 3 uh, in theaters November 22nd, 2022. So let's Don't go. worry, Aubrey. We'll get a guest that week. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So um, I haven't had to do this in a while, but it looks like I have to. Looks like I have to cue up a little music here. It's a tragedy for me to see the dream is so- 
So we're going to have to say goodbye to the new Netflix show, Jupiter's Legacy, because uh, <laughs> after one season, uh, Miller World is getting the boot, or at least this part of Miller World is getting the boot. Uh, yeah, and an unprecedented move shows that they take forever before they announce like a second season. For Jupiter's Legacy, they barely got that show off the ground and automatically they're, they're like, that's it. There is no season two. So goodbye, Jupiter's Legacy. Goodbye to the bad wigs and the awful uh, makeup. Uh, there is no, there's not going to be a season two. In a world of superhero TV shows, you would think this would be a slam dunk. Turns out it's not. Um, so yeah, so how do you feel about this big stumbling block in the huge deal that Netflix made with Mark Miller? Um, let's go back to Joey. <laughs> all right. First of all, this, this shit was like more like Poopiter's legacy. <laughs> I fucking tried to watch this. I couldn't make it more than 10 minutes into the show. It was awful. Oh. Awful. I could not make it anywhere near anything in the show. Fuck the show. And, uh, I'm just like dying laughing cause Netflix spent fucking $200 million <laughs> on one season of the show that nobody watched cause it was ass. Yep. Well, the good thing is the show, well, not this show, but uh, Miller World will continue with Super Crooks. Um, they will be making a live action show of another one of his comic books, Super Crooks, and they will make, they will be making an anime, Super Crooks anime too. So, a, a what? Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? <laughs> right next to Jupiter's Legacy. Um, but- <laughs> Sorry, cancel it. <laughs> cancel it along with Poopiter's Legacy. <laughs> But we'll see. You know, this isn't the end of Mark Miller that we know. Um, Aubrey, how do you feel about there not being any more Jupiter's Legacy? What is Jupiter's Legacy? <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> so Aubrey's not going to miss it at all. It was just another superhero TV show. Kind of like The Boys, but not good. Like the what? Oh. Boys! Mm. But not good. It had, uh, what's his name in it? Um, Josh Dumel. It's like an older kind of Superman character. Have you seen married to Fergie? No, no, they got divorced a while ago. I'm just waiting for my shot. Oh, wait, maybe I have watched this actually. Did you watch anything with really shitty costumes that looked worse (laughs) than like the worst season of Arrow? That is not. Listen, like, doesn't his kids become a. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I watched a couple episodes of it. See how how awesome it was for me? (laughs) Well,. You probably watch more than me or Joey, so. That's scary. No <laughs> wonder it got canceled. <laughs> no one's watching it except from Aubrey from So Wizard. They're like, oh, God. <laughs> we were going to do that shit on Patreon, too. I almost had to watch the whole fucking season, so fuck that show. <laughs> All right, so uh, goodbye, Jupiter's Legacy. The TV show, uh, the comic book is still going strong. So, you know, if you are a fan of that, you know, at least you can still get the original comic book, which is cool. All right, so then uh, we got a trailer this week. For something that looks like it's almost in the in the world of Christopher Nolan, but it's not. It's from uh, one of the creators of the Westworld TV show. It's called Reminiscence. Uh, stars Hugh Jackman and Super Woman Crush of the Year from a couple of years ago, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, it's about a guy who has a device that can let him travel back in time. He's trying to solve a mystery, uh, the disappearance of a woman that he loved. Um, and he's using kind of a almost like an inception type of machine in order to do it. Um, it looks pretty trippy. It has a, a detective noir feel to it, but also a little bit of sci-fi. 
and it has you know a really cool cast. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking this might be pretty cool. But what did you guys think of it? Let's go back to Aubrey. It reminds me of something, and I can't place it, and it's bothering the crap out of me. And then <laughs> when Hugh Jackman yells, "Where is she?" <laughs> it made me laugh really. Give me back my son. <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny. So, does it look interesting to you to watch, or do you want? It to looks like it? something I've already watched. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you've already seen it, okay? Yeah, it was called Memento. I didn't want to tell you that, yeah. but yeah, you've already seen it. Um, Joey, what about you, dude? How do you feel about this trailer? Oh, man, that must be some bomb ass pussy to build a big ass machine like that to go back in time and get some more. Um, uh, I don't know. I just it, it looked like a movie. It really did look like it was trying to be like uh, Christopher Nolan presents, yeah, or some shit like that. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like started to glaze over like about halfway through the trailer and like started to like tune out because it all just seemed so similar to other things I had seen, and I didn't want to spoil the movie for myself, so I wanted to kind of stop watching it. But I knew I had to watch it for the podcast, so I watched the whole trailer. I mean, I just feel blah. I think if it wasn't on HBO Max, I wouldn't even it wouldn't even be on my radar to go see if if it wasn't on HBO Max. I'll put it that way. Okay. The fact that I can sit down and use Aubrey's password to watch this for free in my home. I mean, uh, the fact that I can <laughs> watch this in the comfort of my own home. Um, yeah, that that's really the selling point for me. I would not be heading out to the theaters to see this or frothing at the mouth and excitement for it. I, I I will say good job for Hugh Jackman, who's like pretty old. I mean, I think he's in his fifties, right? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he looks, he looks great. Dude looks great. He must work out. So good for him. Uh, otherwise I, I really don't give a shit. I, it looks like somebody took a bunch of uh, Christopher Nolan DVDs and like a Wolverine action figure and threw them in a blender. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the trailer looks cool. Uh, you know, I'm, I've tried to find something that would be somewhat interesting. Uh, it looks like I failed, but I will definitely be watching this movie. August 20th on HBO Max. It's called Reminiscence, and it's from uh, some of the creators of the Westworld, uh, Westworld TV show, which ironically does include uh, Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan. So, yeah, he's the smart one of the family, so maybe this would be his moment to shine. Uh, okay, and then uh, just a quick hit news uh, nothing really big but they did announce another quiet place uh this is going to be a spinoff in the quiet place universe and it's going to be written and directed by jeff nichols who did a movie called take shelter and another movie called midnight special that uh is on my list to watch but i haven't gotten around to see it but it will be based on an idea that john krasinski came up with so much to the connection of our last episode we will be getting a somewhat version of A Quiet Place Part 3. Aubrey, how do you feel about going back to A Quiet Place? I mean, it's a cool concept. I just feel like I liked the first one better than the second one, which I hear is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It, it's a cool concept. It really depends on which way they go. They, they can totally overdo it. Or they could do it right. So I'm always nervous when something goes past number two mm -hmm. because it can always be overdone. Well, I don't think this one is going to be about the family. So <laughs> so the baby is safe is what I'm saying, <laughs> I think, for this one. Yeah, because Aubrey's not writing it. <laughs> so, Joey, what about you? How do you feel about going back to Quiet Place? Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously, I want to see more Quiet Place. Um 
The first two are great. I mean, if you heard our review last week, we all loved it. Some a little bit more than others. But uh, yeah, as long as they can keep the quality up, I'm down. I don't want to see uh, Quiet Place spinoffs going direct to Redbox in a few years or any <laughs> nonsense like that. I don't want to see Quiet Place anime direct to video and stuff or anything nonsense like that. But, you know, as long as they keep the quality high and they don't oversaturate, then that's fine with me. But I just uh, I hopefully they'll use one of our names you know, that we, we picked last week. I, I really liked A Quiet Place colon Come On Feel the Noise. Yes. I think that was probably the best one. <laughs> Who had Quiet Riot? Was that Aubrey? Quiet Place 3. That was Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Imagine the fucking trailer is like real quiet and then fucking come on feel the noise starts playing and it's like people fighting those monsters and like crazy montage. Dude, that shit. Would D. Be Snyder fun. has his huge hair. He's just <laughs> kicking people. Dude, this shit would be fucking amazing. So I- I'm all in. Let's do it. All right. So we don't have a date for that one yet, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. Quiet Place spinoff universe. Uh, Okay, and that's it. That's pretty much all I got for the news. All right, well, we'll take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our review of Cruella. Hi there. This is the Manster, one of your humble hosts from Pina Comics Podcast. What is Pina Comics, you say? Fair question. Pina Comics is a weekly pop culture podcast with a mission. A mission to explore humankind's greater geekdom and report our findings back to you listeners every week. We explore movies games, TV shows, comics, local events and conventions, and so much more. We'll tell you just what we think of all the stuff that makes life fun, or at least bearable, and hopefully make you laugh, chortle, cackle, bust a gut, or even just chuckle while doing it. So join me and my fellow host, Ganache, every week. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever podcatching app you like to stuff inside that little phone of yours. Listen in. All right, guys, we all had a chance to watch the new movie Cruella, which is in theaters as well as on Disney Plus Premium Access. We're going to give you our impressions, non-spoiler. Then Mark Ellis will play the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it and you just want to know what we thought, you can bounce. The rest of you can stick around. We're going to discuss it a little more in depth. But before we get started, Aubrey, what is Cruella about? Ah, shit. Yeah. Estella is a young and clever grifter who's determined to make a name for herself in the fashion world. She soon meets a pair of thieves who appreciate her appetite for mischief, and together they build a life for themselves on the streets of London. However, when Estella befriends fashion legend Baroness Von Hellman, she embraces her wicked side to become the revenge-bent Cruella. All right. Well, let's get at it then. Um... What do you guys think of Cruella, Markellis, Reagans? I like this movie. I thought it was done really well. And it was it was a lot more intricate than I was expecting it to be. So, uh, yeah, I liked it. Huh. All right. Aubrey Litchfield. I liked the second half of the movie. It's way too long. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to say that I liked it more than I didn't like it, but this movie is a fucking mess. And I mean, I'll get into it a little more once we're spoiling stuff, but I, I liked it more than I didn't like it. That's the best I can say. That's not a thumbs up by any stretch of the imagination, but it's, it's not bad. Wow. It's, it's not good. 
But what's good is good. But what's bad is really bad. And it's way too fucking long. I don't know. I can't recommend it for myself or people that if you've listened to the show enough, you kind of know which one of the three of us has your kind of similar taste in movies. Um, I wouldn't watch this period if I didn't have to watch it for the podcast. So <laughs> I can't recommend it in that form, but I mean, there are, there's stuff to like, it's just, it's buried in a pile of shit. You know, it's like somebody telling you there's, there's like, you know, some really cool stuff over there in the field. And you're like, Oh, where is it? And they're like, it's under that big pile of cow dung. <laughs> like shit and i gotta go gotta go dig through this crap to get get to the good stuff at the bottom so that that's kind of cruella in a in a nutshell to me but um did you guys watch how did you watch this movie markellis did you go to the theater or did you watch it at home oh yeah i went to the theater big screen big bucket of popcorn all of that stuff and no screaming babies this time ironically <laughs> yeah aubrey got to the theater before you that's why um <laughs> aubrey how did you watch this movie so my intention was to actually go to the theater and watch it, but Noah said, no, that movie looks horrifying and refused to go with me. So I watched it on Fire Stick. All right. I was also going to say that uh, I also watched it on Fire Stick. <laughs> so I watched it at home. I did not pay the $30 on Disney Plus. So we'll get into that in a little bit. So we're going to do it. We're going to drop that drop and we're going to spoil Cruella. So if you haven't seen it, see you guys next week. The rest of you, let's stick around and talk some Cruella. Spoiler alert, I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. All right, so we're going to start, as always, with things that we liked. Aubrey, what are some things you liked about the movie? Um, I, so I liked the last half of the movie. I thought that the last half of the movie had the most action in it. It had the most compelling story in it. The beginning half just dragged. And I understand they had to build up her character and show her backstory and everything, but it took a long ass time and it felt long. So I did like the second half of the movie. I liked, uh, there was only one part in the whole movie where I laughed and that was when Horace was dressed like a woman. So that, which is like maybe in the last half hour of the movie. So I liked that. Um, I liked the soundtrack. That was good. That was a good soundtrack. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. Marcellus, how about you? Yeah, I actually did like the beginning of the movie. I thought the adventures of her as a kid in that school was pretty badass. Um, I enjoyed that. I liked uh, I liked how she met uh, her two friends. I thought they were, I thought as kid versions, they were actually pretty cool. Uh, I liked the story. It had a lot of twists and turns that I wasn't expecting. I figure it's a Disney movie, so... You know, you don't have to make it too complicated, but the fact that they threw some complexity in there, I appreciated uh, because I didn't, you know, I was surprised so, and, and that I liked the, even though I'm not like a big fashion guy at all, I, I did like the looks that a lot of, a lot of the designs uh, that she was wearing and that the other people were wearing, I thought was pretty cool. Um, I thought the performances were really good. I thought uh, Emma Stone was amazing. Uh, Emma Thompson was amazing. I thought the two guys uh, playing her friends, I thought they were great. And I liked the the music, too. It, it felt like Needle dropped a movie after a while. Like, every five minutes, there was, like, a new song. And I'm like, holy shit, they, this, the music budget for this movie must be out of fucking control. Because there's, like, some big hits. And there's a lot of them. And they're nonstop. Um, but, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. It definitely put me in that place of, you know, late 60s, 70s kind of punk 
vibe that Cruella was giving off. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I like how they eventually threw in a little Easter eggs that tied to the original cartoon. Um, I thought that was pretty cool because, again, I didn't see that one coming. So, yeah, I did. I like that. All right. Well, uh, for myself, let's see things I liked. Uh, uh, Mark, I think you're going to be on a lonely island because I th- thought I agree with Aubrey. I thought the beginning of the movie with her as a kid was uh, excruciating. Uh, I I got be I was close to tapping out at that point. I'd put off watching this until the absolute last possible second. <laughs> I had a busy weekend, as we talked about earlier. I was going to watch it Saturday, and then I watched the uh, Mayweather Logan Paul fight instead. And then Sunday night, I'm like, all right, I have to watch Cruella tonight. I have to do it because Wednesday I was going to do it. And I looked at the thing and it said two hours and 14 minutes. I was like, I'm not fucking watching (laughs) right now. So I had to do it. That's the only reason I powered through. It was for you guys, for you, Aubrey, for you, Mark Ellis, and for you, the listener. I powered through this. Um, Yeah, I thought the beginning was excruciating. But uh, we're talking about things I liked. Uh, First of all, Emma Stone is hot. Oh my god, dude, she is hot. <laughs> Eleven out of ten hot. And I mean, we knew that already, but like, she looks fucking great in this movie. Um, I liked that middle part. I think once she starts being Cruella, and I have some issues with it as well because we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But once she's actually being Cruella and doing her like things to mess with um, the other fashion designer. I thought that stuff was really interesting. I liked a lot of the motifs. Like they would do stuff and then there'd be like like uh, newspaper uh, headlines like flying around and stuff like that. Like I really liked a lot of the look of the movie. Um, I don't know anything about fashion. I don't care about fashion. I It's not my thing. And so like that part of it was lost on me. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed Emma Stone. I thought she did a great job in the movie. Uh, and uh, yeah, there was some cool flourishes and so a really lot of great style in the like middle to the end of the movie um but that's that's about it for me <laughs> oh wait i have to go back aubrey did you like the dog performances as i'm watching the movie and i'm seeing like all of these dogs just like hamming up and still scenes i'm like aubrey's gotta love this i loved um what's his name buddy and winks yeah. but i didn't the dalmatians were total cg oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> So the like I liked them when they were nice dogs and they looked real, but um, Buddy and Winks were really cool. Okay, all right. I figure at least the dogs would probably earn some points with you because there's yeah. a, there's a lot of dog action in this movie. Yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I got I got to ask you, Aubrey. What were some things you didn't like about this movie? The CG was really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like super super bad. Um, a couple less licensed songs and maybe some more time fixing the fucking Dalmatians. Yeah. The CG atrocious when she is, uh, falling off the cliff at the end and then like lands in the water looked horrible. Just do it. Titanic style. Throw it looked her worse than the- Pierce Brosnan parasailing. <laughs> it, it's awful. Like, I don't know why it was so, so bad. It didn't have to be that bad. Disney. It didn't. But it was. Uh, the dogs were really bad. The Dalmatians looked really bad. I don't... <laughs> the whole concept of like everybody just getting pushed off a cliff by the Baroness and getting attacked off the cliff with her dogs. Like, I don't... It's just stupid. <laughs> so stupid. 
I liked the concept of the Baroness being her father or her mother and being given away and stuff. But I thought that the way that they kind of went about it was really, really stupid. And I don't understand how she just has this second identity who is mischievous. And so they call her Cruella, I guess. In a far stretch, I can kind of see it, but it's a really far stretch. The beginning was really boring. I don't understand why she was born with black and white hair. And yeah, it it just didn't it didn't hit. All right, uh, Marcellus, uh, how about you? Anything you didn't like about the movie? Uh, yeah, I will agree. The movie is way too long. They definitely could have trimmed that movie down some. And it's it's you know this is the story of Cruella. So it's like a prequel, but it's a prequel to a movie that doesn't exist. Like the other characters are not like, like there's no way that this movie could lead into the Glenn Coase movie or into the original 1960s cartoon. They, they change too much of it. So that being said, they do kind of clean the slate so that the next movie that they do, um, you know, they can make it. They can adhere it a little bit more to the to these characters, but you know, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, this is a prequel, but the version of 101 Dalmatians that comes after this does not exist. So you have to take this movie as uh, as what it is, which kind of bugged me because I like you know I like a good prequel, I like a, a good Anakin Skywalker story. Um, and yes, I agree, the CGI was very wonky in some scenes, especially the scene where she goes over the cliff at the end and like her dress turns into a parachute. <laughs> like, Oh my God, what is happening here? Oh my God. And then the thing that just bugged me, and this is just, it's a really nitpicky thing, but you know, I thought it was really cool that we meet the characters from 101 Dalmatians. Like we meet Roger uh, in, the, in the middle of the movie and we meet Anita Darling, one part of the movie. And then one of the Dalmatians have puppies and then Corella gives one to Roger and she gives one to Anita, which is cute. Yes. But then in 101 Dalmatians, they fall in love. So are they related now? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up because I totally forgot about that until just now. They're going to have inbred puppies. Yes. So, yeah, that it seemed cute. And I'm like, oh, that's Roger and that's Anita. And then when I put two and two together, I'm like, oh, that's just horrible. <laughs> what are they doing? So, um, yeah, now I'm like, uh, that part kind of just irked me a little bit. Um, but other than that, yeah, I like, I like the story. I, I, I didn't really have that many complaints with it, except for it being too long. All right. Well, uh, you know, I have a confession to make. I've never seen 101 Dalmatians. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I don't like Disney movies. And uh, I, I just, I've never seen it. So, you know, things like, oh, here's... Uh, this chick and, and she gave her a Dalmatian. Like, I, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I'm like, so what? Like, why? What does it matter? You know, like, I didn't care why she gave her a Dalmatian. I didn't understand. So I guess that part's lost on me. That's like, uh, that's like Obi-Wan giving Uncle Owen a little baby at the end of episode three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two babies uh, are related and they do make out later on in Star Wars. So, right. <laughs> God damn it. This really is. They really are trying to do like a Star Wars thing. It's like Anakin. You you fig, try to figure out how does Anakin turn into Darth Vader, and they kind of explain that in Star Wars. So this you kind of figure out how Cruella, Estella turns into Cruella. Cruella is this generation Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. I hated the beginning of the movie. I thought it was excruciating, and it took forever to get going to where it was in- interesting. 
but I still didn't understand the turn. So, you know, she was like working as a thief and then she got a job at the store and then she became Harley Quinn somehow. Like what? Like, did I miss something? Cause I watched the whole movie. I didn't like get up and I wasn't doing other things. Like I was watching the movie. Like, did I miss something as to why she like became Harley Quinn halfway through the movie? She was always Harley Quinn. Her mom always wanted her to not be Harley Quinn. She was evil from day one. And it's her mom that kind of brought her back to being normal. So when her mom dies and she, you know, becomes kind of a, a thief and, you know, she wants to get at this lady and she's she unlocks that hidden mutant power that she's been hiding all these years and cuts loose. She's always been Cruella. All right. Well, I don't know. It just seemed kind of stupid. And I was just like, <laughs> I didn't really get it. Like, I didn't understand, like, why she was like Harley Quinn. And then uh, I don't know, like, I liked like a lot of the styling of it. And it certainly looked like um, they had a lot of like imagery that you'd see in like 70s, like British punk and stuff like that. And I did like that. But I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's just pretty scenes. It, it A lot of this movie felt like they thought up scenes first and then wrote the movie around them. So uh, like, yeah, I liked that they had a rock concert outside, but like, I don't know. Could we like had a better movie instead? Oh, you know? Get out of here. I don't know. You're the worst. Um, yeah. The movie just sucked. Those, those Dalmatians were terrible. When the Dalmatians pushed her mom off the cliff, I was fucking dying. I'm like, this movie sucks. I'm not watching this <laughs> shit. I was so mad. I mean, I thought maybe her mom had thrown herself over the cliff because she was so embarrassed by the bad CG. I'm shaking my I head. You, you can't see me. I'm shaking my head like I can't believe you now. Oh, man. I don't know. Let's fuck that movie. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just, it was good. It's just such a weird movie. Like, I did enjoy that middle part. Like, when she becomes Cruella and she's fart, not farting, sorry. And when she's messing around with the um, Baroness and the two of them are, like, going back and forth tit for tat, like, that was fun and that was that was kind of cool to watch. Um, it's just like the story is just stupid and then like you don't give a shit and then it's over and okay. So like what was the point of that movie? Like I don't understand. Like what was the point of this movie? Like there, there really wasn't one. So it's a mess and there's parts of it that are enjoyable but I can't fucking recommend this to anybody. Um, I, I don't know. I just – it's hard to describe because there's not anything bad that's bad to the point other than the CG on the dogs. There's nothing in this movie that's like egregiously bad. So it's not like we're talking about like, you know, Batman versus Superman, for example, you know, there's scenes in it where you're like, Oh my God, what is this? Or like, why did this happen? You're just like laughing and making fun of shit. Like there's not really anything to make fun of here. It's just like really weird vibe. And it, the whole movie just doesn't gel together. It feels like a bunch of different movies stitched together. And, and I, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it at all. God. And I guess, you know, probably the point is that I'm not like a, uh, you know, 13 year old girl that's really into fashion. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that's part of it. I'm not, I don't have a passion for fashion like Bratz dolls, but it's just not my thing, man. It's not my thing, you know. Now, I, I, com- always, I completely I always disagree. Joke with uh, some of my friends that like, they're like, oh, well, you don't have a sense of fashion. And it's like, well, you know, I started dating my wife when I was 18. And that kind of like locked me into like how I dressed when I was 18. So when I was 18, I would wear jeans and a t-shirt and now I wear jeans and a t-shirt. And during the summer I wear shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> and that's it. That's how I dress all the time. So I don't know anything about fashion, but here we are. Thank you. You don't need to know anything about fashion to enjoy a good movie. Um, the Phantom Thread is a movie that's super steep in fashion. And that movie's amazing. 
Well, I mean, if we watch a good movie, I'd probably enjoy it. But I completely disagree with everything you said. I think this movie is great. Ah! Awesome. All right. Well, I think the uh, one last question for you guys. Now, this is uh, available on Disney Premium Access. Marcellus, would your opinion of this movie change in any way if you had paid $30 to watch it at home? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, probably. Probably. I think it works. I think it really worked on a big screen. So, yeah, I think if I paid $30 to watch that at home, it might have, it, it might have, my grade might have, might be down a little bit. Although I did like Mulan. So, <laughs> take that however you want. All right. Aubrey, what about you? If you paid $30 for this uh, on Disney Premium Access, would you be happy? I'd probably be real pissed. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm not going to be all in on paying 30. I'm not in on paying $30 for anything. I loved Ray on the last dragon. I got to tell you, I would not have been happy with that. If I paid $30 for it, I think $30 is fucking ridiculous. If you're only renting something yeah. uh, at that point, just go to fucking movies. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you at that point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was not a $30 rental for me, but it's probably not even a uh, free rental for me either. So I don't know. Let's get a score. Let's get a score. Zero to five, five being the best zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you have for Cruella? Um, I'm going to get the second half of a mo- the movie, a three, the first half of the movie, a 1.5. So what does that even out to? 2.5. There Two. it is. 2.15 something. Two and a half. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Marcellus, how about you? I thought the performances were really good. I really liked the twist and turns. I liked the heist aspects. And I like that it reminded me of elements of the original 101 Dalmatians. So I'm giving this a four out of five. Wow. All right. Well. You know, this movie's, like I said, a fucking mess. Um, but the parts that work really, really work. It's just getting to those parts. And Emma Stone is amazing. And she's so hot. Oh, she's got glasses and that like red haired wig on. Oh, <laughs> good Lord, man. I was sitting there thinking like, man, maybe Woman Crush of the Year isn't locked up. That's what I was thinking when I was watching this movie. I don't think about the actual movie. I just mm-hmm. think about how hot the actresses are. Um, so... As much as I didn't really like it as a movie, the good parts definitely outweigh the bad. I'm going to go with a three out of five. Wow. I just really enjoyed the parts that I enjoyed. And I I think if you can see this cheap, if you already have Disney Plus in like, what is it, two months, three months when this comes free on there? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. If you already have Disney Plus you're paying for and this in three months is now free for everybody on there, by all means, check it out. Just prepare yourself for a long runtime because that runtime is ridiculous. Uh, and just know there's some diamonds buried in the coal there in this movie, but uh, it's not great. Uh, three out of five for me, and that's going to do it. That is Cruella. So let's wrap it up before we tap it up, and let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? I recommend everybody watch our TikTok, our YouTube channel, and Keep an eye on our Twitter account for the next upcoming days. I will do my best to release what I can and what I'm allowed to. And uh, people should follow our TikTok anyway. It's pretty cool. So. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Still waiting for second E-Thought dance. Uh, you know, I got to repair my self-esteem after the first one. Um, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, movies 
paying for paying thirty dollars for movies on Disney Plus uh, in, in, instead of waiting. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is now available on Disney Plus without paying the thirty bucks. So if you already have it and you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. As Joey already said, it's a good flick, and uh, yeah, you don't have to pay the thirty bucks for it. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more on SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Interviews, unboxings, more movie reviews. Trailer reactions, just tons of crap up there. It's a great supplemental to the podcast. Adam is killing it, so check it out on YouTube. We are, I want to say, seven subscribers away from our goal of the year. Our goal for 2021 was to hit 400 subscribers, and right now it is June, and we are at 393 as I record this. So seven of you out there should follow us on YouTube, and that will make us very happy. As for myself, uh, I will also suggest you uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes and more. Um, this month, I have no idea what we're talking about on our Star Wars video podcast, but I'm sure it'll be related to Star Wars. Uh, we're going to be reviewing, uh, oh, we, we, we picked it. So we gave the Patreons a poll so they could decide what we, they wanted us to watch. And then I asked just everybody to vote. And then I weighted the Patreon's votes heavier than the regular people. But it was just such a landslide that uh, Angelina Jolie is, what's the name of this movie, Mark? I used to look really hot in Tomb Raider. <laughs> Salt part two. Oh, they wish me dead or something like that. Brad Pitt child support payments wish me dead. <laughs> Those who wish me dead. All right, so whatever the fuck that is, it has Angelina Jolie in it. It's on HBO Max, and we're going to be reviewing it exclusively on Patreon. Mark and Aubrey dodged a huge bullet because I really wanted them to watch Anna Nicole Smith is Skyscraper. <laughs> I would like to think that the people voted their hearts and uh, cared about me and Aubrey's uh, well-being. Which will, we appreciate. Yes. I will say that they, the Joey... Fans and followers, uh, we're all in trying to make you guys watch Skyscraper, but we were outvoted. Yeah, so. there you go. It's a doc. It's it's a democracy, so <laughs> you guys will not have to watch it for now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my recommendation: is to go on YouTube and watch uh, Anna Nicole Smith is Skyscraper. The entire movie is free, uh, starring um, '90s Playboy Playmate of the Year Anna Nicole Smith in a version of Die Hard. It's as god-awful as it sounds, but in the most amazing way possible. So check out Skyscraper starring Anna Nicole Smith. It's free on YouTube. It's about an hour and a half long, which is actually a lot shorter than Cruella. And that is going to do it. That is it for episode number 357 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, the reporter from E3, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm so excited for this assignment. <laughs> and the experts, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week when we get in the heights. Good journey.